You're listening to the Woman Who Chat podcast with me, your host, Sandra Garlic. A podcast where I chat to women in business who share their knowledge and their business journey, including their top tips, especially for you. But not only that, you'll hear their inspirational stories too, the real authentic version, because life and business is actually a roller coaster. I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I help you to power up your personal brand and get visible. I teach you the simple steps to get where you want to be. I help you to find your story and create the opportunities for you to share it confidently on stage, in print, and in other media. I'm delighted to bring this podcast to you each week to inspire and motivate you so that you can achieve in the future. I'll be sharing my knowledge, insights and stories too. Enjoy this week's podcast. Woman Who Chat is sponsored by Grow Radio. Grow Radio is an online radio station dedicated to bringing you a different podcast on the hour, every hour. I'm proud that Woman Who Chat is played on Grow Radio every Tuesday at 3pm and Friday at 8am and to be part of their podcasting community. If you want to listen to the station, explore their shows, get your podcast onto Grow Radio and check out many of the blogs to improve your podcasting skills. So head over to growradio.uk today. Welcome to Woman Who Chat and today I'm chatting with Andrea Rainsford and we're going to be talking all things business on your terms but before that I'd just like to welcome Andrea. I've known Andrea for many years now through the highs through the lows and obviously you've shared your incredible journey in a number of ways. I think back on episode 27 and episode 50 on the podcast if you want to look at that and we'll put the links in the show notes but also you know you've had a journey from corporate life into business, which is in common with a lot of people, but you didn't quite do it in the the usual way. And you had a number of setbacks and you've overcome a number of challenges, won awards, featured in books, all sorts. Welcome, Andrea Rainsford. It's great to have you (laughs) here. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Yeah, it's, it's always fabulous to chat to you. So just an you know, our listeners can go back and listen to the other episodes and find out your full story. But I think it's good if you can give us just a brief intro into how you went from corporate to your own business. Yeah, I think it's most of us, most female business owners that move from corporate into their own business. It's usually because of of a life change or because life just isn't, they're just not living life the way they would want to. I think the signs were there that I was working far too hard. But I think, you know, we choose to ignore them at our peril, don't we? And my decision was made for me. I was first diagnosed with ME in 2003, fought against it because like many people at that time, I didn't feel like it was a proper illness. Then went on to have a stroke at 2000, in 2005 at the age of 32. And so life took a turn then that, you know, I wasn't expecting. I don't think any of us would know what to do in those circumstances. And I did take, it took me a long time to fight back. But I think that's the key, is that we all have ups and downs in life. We all face trauma. We all face times where we're struggling, really struggling. 
And I think the thing is to keep fighting back. And that's exactly what I did, really. And then I think it was five or five or seven years into my recovery. I was still in my wheelchair, decided to go back to university and study, gained new qualifications in computing science and then set up SEO Angel. So it's we've skimmed over it quite quickly, but it was a very, very long and hard road back. And SEO Angel was a business that was set up on my terms because I wasn't able to go out to work. I didn't have the health. I didn't have the energy. And it started with a few hours a day in front of a laptop in my bed while I was, you know, trying to find my way back into life, really. I look back at your journey and, you know, I followed you on social media, probably through some of those early challenging times when you were launching SEO Angel. And to the outside world, nobody would have really known what was going on. You know, you're a woman in business, you'd launched a new business and you, you sort of spoke to the world and, you know, you told it as it was. But business really is such that, you know, we do have setbacks. Everybody has setbacks in business. Exactly. And I think it's how you face them and how you deal with them. Not, every, agree. Yeah. not everybody has got your resilience, but you've been an inspiration to many through the challenges you faced. And, you know, let's not get away from this. You were on crutches, a walking stick. Yeah. for many years this wasn't just an overnight thing was it 17 years yeah it's 20 years this year since I was diagnosed with ME which blows my mind to be fair I have no idea when I look back how I got here and I think that's testament isn't it to ourselves that we just put it behind us and we keep striving forward and we keep looking for the next thing and we're moving on to the next thing I always say to my clients only look back to see how far you've come I can't really believe it um you know, it's my 50th birthday in a couple of weeks. And I'm so proud of myself of what I've achieved because, you know, the doctor said I'd never walk. And anybody that says anything to me, oh, no, you can't do that. My dad will tell you, I'm just like, I'm so bloody minded. It's like, okay, then I'll show you how I can do it. And that's just in the core of me. And I'm so like my dad. I know you're a lot like your dad. And I, yeah, I, I, it makes me smile all the time. And Ian actually calls me by my dad's name sometimes because I'm, the, you know, I share so many of his characteristics. But yeah, I think my dad always said to me, you can do it. You can do it. And he always had this unfaltering belief in me that whenever I felt like I couldn't, I wasn't going to walk or I wasn't going to get off my crutches, he'd just give me a little wink and say, you can do it. And I think it was just that gentle nurturing that whenever I had a time where I thought I wasn't going to do it, I believe. And it's the same in business. You know, a lot of the women that I speak to in my when I'm working with them on a daily basis, they don't dream big. They don't dare to dream. They don't think they can achieve. It, it isn't about six figures and it isn't about, you know, hustling every day to, you know, to to show the outside world that you're, you know, that you're fabulous. It's about your goals, your achievements. What does your, you know, what does success look like to you? What does a successful business, you know, what would the leg, legacy you would like to leave behind? It's about that really. And it's about daring to dream big because we had a chat at the recent, uh, the recent Woman Who event when, we were talking about, you know, me not walking with sticks anymore and how far I've come. And a lady said to me, how come you've got heels on? And I said, you know, when I started working with a PT, it was completely all about mindset. As soon as he said to me, you can do this, you've got this, and I'm going to help you to, to do that last little bit. Sometimes you just need somebody to believe in you alongside you so that your mindset is, yeah, I can do this and I can achieve this. And this is coming back to the limiting beliefs again, isn't it? You know, we tend to limit 
our beliefs into what we think we can do and not stretch ourselves really. And I'm not on about racing forward and wishing your life away because we've got to be as well and enjoy the journey because it's not a rehearsal. So, but a lot of us limit what we think our potential could be. Exactly. Um, and I think that in some ways, you know, I, like you, I say dream big and then dream bigger because mm. actually, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And if you the limit. Absolutely. And what does it say? Reach for the stars and or aim for the stars and land on the moon or what? It, I don't know what the saying is. Yeah. But, you know, you can really put yourself out there and you can really achieve things. When you said I invited you to speak at the awards a couple of years ago and you said, well, my, my goal there is to walk up onto the stage unaided. And, you know, you virtually did that. And everyone, yeah. everyone in the room was willing you to do that. There was such belief in you were going to do that. And you stood on stage and you delivered your keynote. And I never forget you saying, my next goal is I want to dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to happen in on, on my 50th holiday. So Ian and I are going away. We're going away for a week. The main reason for that is, I'm sure you'll understand this, It's it feels so really hard to stay at home because my parents aren't here and I'm just facing my mum's first anniversary. So it feels like I need to go and celebrate and do something fabulous and, you know, have the best possible time that I can. And it felt like I could do that away from home this year. And we've got so much planned. We're going to do so much because you can, you know, you can stay, I could stay at home and be sad or I can go and make him proud because I know that he would he'd be cursing me up there going that isn't the daughter that I raised that isn't the strong woman that I raised sat at home you know wishing we were both here and the dancing will happen this year I haven't had the opportunity really to go dancing but it's and Ian's going to film it and we're gonna and we're gonna make a big thing of it because I've been saying it for over 10 years now so to finally get here and I'm having a business birthday celebration as you know because for my 50th I've invited everybody that was important to me getting to where I am today and there'll be and Ian's created a playlist so we're, I'm hoping there's going to be some dancing there as well oh well I'll make sure of it because I'm going to be there <laughs> yes yeah, like, we'll be in the middle of it <laughs> you know I've broken enough bones to want to dance as well so yeah. now let's talk about business on your terms I mean you've mentioned sadly you lost both your parents in recent years I lost my dad and it does you do have to step back a little bit don't you and juggle things around and be there to care for your relatives and you know people might have other caring responsibilities so what does business on your terms look like now for you I think the amazing thing is that because I had such a fabulous business development background, I started to implement a model into my business, you know, many years ago where I had passive group and one-to-one products. And I think because of that model, it enabled me that when Ian and dad got sick and I needed to take time out, it meant that I could still carry on earning and it meant that I was still I could still be the main earner because Ian hasn't, you know, hasn't been able to find his way back because of various different things. And and I'm very proud that I managed to achieve that and it gave me the space. But I think you and I are very similar in some ways in that, you know, we're very proud of what we've achieved. And because you're so proud and because you love what you do so much, you want to keep striving forward and you want to keep pushing and you want to keep helping as many people as you can. But then the realisation comes one day that you can't be everything to everybody and your body and your health start to give you a little bit of an indication that you're pushing too hard. I mean, I know that you've broke a number of bones and I think it's your body's way of telling you that you've got to stop it and you've got to you've got to take a breath out. But 
yeah, you do, you know, I had to take six months out with dad. And then I went straight into caring for mum, as you did after my dad passed away. She, you know, she lasted 12 months and it, it's probably the hardest two years. And a lot of people say that's, you know, I can't believe that, you know, because you, you went through the stroke and you fought so hard to get back. And I think this was harder in, in so many different ways because you can't live the life that you want to live. You can't run the business that you want to. You can't help as many people as you want to. And then I think you just have to, not, it's not admitting a defeat, but you have to accept your circumstances and you have to do what's in your capability and what's within your remit at that time. And if that meant that I could only turn up for an hour a week, that, that was all I could do. And I think that the important thing to say, as I'm sure you will reiterate this, is that it doesn't go away just because you take time off. Your visibility doesn't disappear. Your business doesn't disappear. The, what people think about you and how good they think you are and none of that disappears. And when you come back, it's just like getting back into a comfy seat and off you go again. It, you know, it can take a little bit of time to, you know, in, you know, to let people know you're back and to get your visibility back. But it's never as bad as you think it's going to be. We think we can't take our foot off the gas and we think we can't take time out because it's we're not going to have a business to come back to. But that just isn't the case, is it? No, I don't mean, you know, a similar, as you say, we've got very similar backgrounds in that, you know, my dad passed away at the start of COVID and then I was caring for my mum for the last nearly two years now and the last 12 months I've just had to take a real step back. And I did say in a recent social media post, my visibility didn't disappear. You don't have to do it all every day. No. Say you can do it on your terms. And it's just about dipping in and out when you can and accepting yeah, that you can't accepting. do it all. I think exactly. it's, acceptance is a huge part of it. And you can't do it all. You can't be everything to everybody. And it's a big, brave decision to step back for a while and, but I've done it with very with authentic, authenticity and yeah. the honesty, really, in telling people what's going on. And I think sometimes we're too frightened as women in business to say, this is what's going on for me right now. Because we see so many women out there doing it all, winning mm. awards and yeah. everything, these perfect lives. But they're not really. I bet their little feet like ducks are paddling away underneath. Exactly. But I we, mean, you must get told all the time that you look like you've got it totally together and you look like that, you know, you've got it made. And I get told that all the time and I just laugh and I say, you know, I'm totally honest, you know, about the way things are. You know, I'm still grieving. You know, I haven't even hit the first anniversary for my mum yet. I'm still grieving. Days are still tough, but I'm honest about that because... I don't think we can keep going onto social media, putting out all of the great stuff, all of the wonderful stuff when we're winning clients and we're doing well without the bad and the ugly, because mm. it's there and it happens. And it's not a true representation of life if we're not if we're not saying that. And I think the more that of us that do it, that women can see, yeah, it's OK to take time out. It's OK to take my foot off the gas. I don't need to be hustling all the time. I don't need to be on social media every day of the week, you know, 24 seven, because I don't think that's realistic. I really don't. I absolutely love networking and I'm hosting a Woman Who Live and Lunch in Birmingham on Friday the 22nd of September. You'll hear inspiring speakers, make great new connections, and we'll also announce the finalists of the Woman Who Achieves Solopreneur Awards 2023. 
To book, simply visit womanwho.co.uk. Now back to the podcast. a pressure upon us from you know lots of sort of social media gurus you've got to be on there every day four times a day all this and it just isn't the case I mean I there was some times I just couldn't face going on social media at all and I was having breaks of three and four weeks I was still looking at things the odd scroll the odd comment but nothing myself and I thought oh people must think I've fallen off the edge of a cliff so I put one post out and my audience was still there exactly was yeah. going on they were allowing me time and so many people checked in with me so many messages which you probably found as well you know are you okay and thinking about you and know what's going on thank you for your honesty and I think it is about that isn't it it's about realizing and accepting that you have to take a step back but your audience will forgive you your audience will be there exactly for yeah exactly I think they're there for when you come back you know, I can remember my first LinkedIn post back and I thought it's going to flop. You know, there's hundreds of people all over it because people care. People are supporting you. People want you to come back and they're there and, you know, ready to support you. I think it's that if you're if you're not being your authentic self and you're putting on a front and you're not writing from the heart and you're not talking honestly, people can see that. You know, the days when you turn up when you really don't want to be there when you're putting content out, people can tell when your heart's not in it. People can tell when you're trying too hard to be something that you're not. And I get that with a lot of my clients all of the time is that they're hustling so hard and they're trying so hard that it puts people off because they can feel the tone and the message behind it and they can see that it's not authentic. You know, there's a a lovely lady that came to our talk last week and she commented on my social media post yesterday and said, I find it really hard to come out as me. I feel like I've got to be somebody else. And we hear that every day of the week, don't we? That women just don't feel they can be who they are and who they and who they should be. Yeah, and it's all about being your authentic self. And I think you know whether that's. I always say never share anything you wouldn't want to see on the front of a newspaper. But also be prepared to share what's and all because business is tough. I did a social post recently about business being like a roller coaster. You know, you've got your ups and downs. Occasionally, you'll want to throw up. But <laughs> we go around and we get back on again you know exactly it's, and that's what it's all about you know it's it's it that is the journey it is a roller coaster it's a roller coaster ride. it is and it's not for the faint-hearted either and I think the fact that you're a woman in business and you've set up your own business you need to give yourself a hell of a pat on the back because you never switch off with the best will in the world I have designated you know times on social media I have designated times at my desk your mind is always still ticking over Because when you're a businesswoman, you're always thinking about the next thing, the next best thing, the next thing you want to do, what you want to achieve, where you want to go. And that's just the mindset that goes with running a business. But you should pat yourself on the back because it's a fabulous thing that you've done. You know, so many don't. So many don't have that, that, you know, have the nerve to be able to do that. I was sort of forced into it in many ways because there wasn't really many other opportunities available to me. And you have to do what you've got you know you have to make the best of what you've got available don't you but you know I while I was taking time off when dad died and then mom died you know straight after you know I came back with a new business this year and a lot of people have said to me I just don't know what goes on in your head you know you don't just take time off and rest 
you, you come back and you launch a new business and, and that's just the way that we are isn't it um the similarities keep on going there I break a bone and I develop <laughs> so you know it's and I don't know whether I think it's because when we do have a setback or you know when I was caring for my mom or breaking my wrist or whatever it does make you stop and I think that gives you the space then to think oh well actually that's come into my head you know and that's coming yeah. I write I capture everything down I've got an ideas book it all goes down in there some ideas they, I, I just park them other ideas happen like woman who that was an idea that I had once but it's about sort of putting those ideas together and thinking well actually this could work and I think sometimes when you do take a step back you're able to take two steps forward I totally agree with that because I had so much time I needed time you know don't you when grief has gotten hold of you and you've got to take you've just got to step away because it will come out in some way shape or form you can try and stop it but it is going to come out and that's okay because you've loved these people for all of you know for since the day you were born so it's okay to take that time but it's it gave me the bravery because my business development career is 30 years old this year and it's I've always done business development as part of SEO Angel because every client that I've had the only way that I get results is by making sure they've got a business plan and a strategy and they know where their audience are and they know where they're going to get there. I do that sort of stuff automatically. And so it was about time I got my big girl pants on and I just went out to the world and said, this is what I do. And, you know, the point I'd like to make about the new businesses, before I even had a name, before I even had a logo, before I even had a brand, I launched the Consistent Income Club and it was full. And it's it was full because people buy into you. People have bought into me for many years. They haven't bought into the new business. They, I, you know, I would go as far to say as they don't really care what your new business is. But they want you. They want what you're delivering. They want what you're offering. They want you to get them. You know, the transformation for where they want to get to. And so I think we get hung up on. I need to launch a business. I need a website. I need social media. I need an email address. I need a logo. You know, we get hung up on all of these things. I can I quite honestly say that people buy into you. You know, I've now got a brand, I've got a logo, I've got all of those things. That's about me, really. That isn't about the audience. That isn't about the people that are watching what we're doing. That just makes you look, you know, probably a little bit more professional and looks like you've, you know, you've got it all together. But the new business doesn't have a website yet because I'm taking my time. I'm doing it properly. I'm not rushing. I'm not hustling. I'm not making myself tired by trying to, you know, to knock another website out because I've just launched the new SEO Angel website. So what I don't want to do is make myself tired and put myself under too much pressure. But the new SEO Angel webs, the business is linked to the new one. They go hand in hand together because, mm-hmm. you know, at the core of what I do is helping women to thrive. And that's the reason why you and I met was because I could see that was what you want. That's what you wanted. And I'm going back a little bit now. But, you know, that day in 2017, when I came, it was the first time I'd been out on my own. It's the first time I'd driven anywhere on my own. I was so nervous. I'd never been, I haven't been in a room of people for so many years. And this community of people welcomed me. I can remember meeting Jules White. I can remember meeting Michelle Mills Porter. I can remember reach, meet, meeting Rachel Carter. You were on crutches that day, um, <laughs> the day that, I'm, that I met you. We, we had a matching set between us. And those people have become, and you included, have become so instrumental in, and important in my life. Dave Sharp, Jude Jennison, Nishi Mehta, they and Karen Heap, they were the judges behind the table that day. They've become really close friends. So, you know, I know this, uh, the Solopreneur Awards are open for entry. 
And I just can't, I just can't have the words to say how, what a difference it will do to your business and to you. It isn't about winning. It really isn't about winning. The interview day, getting together with women, getting together with the judges, turning up on the awards day, it changes your business and it changes, you know, it it gives you visibility beyond belief. And I think it's important to know that because so many are scared to to enter an award because they think I'm not going to win isn't about that is it it's about the journey and it's about maximizing the opportunities along the way and I think I'll pick up on something you said there a lot of people don't enter because they say I haven't got a website yet I haven't got my logo yet it's not about that it's about the person it's Mm. about the journey it's about the story and I think that's what shone through to the judges the most when you went for your first award was the story behind where you've got to where you are at that point in time Mm. and a lot of people can't articulate that story, which is what Woman Who's all about, helping exactly. you find that story. But people do, you can sell anything. It's about mm. the person behind yeah. the business. The first, I, I think I've said this probably on every podcast, but the first thing people look at when they go onto a website is the about page. Exactly. Just find out who's behind the business. I mm. do it myself. You know, you want to, people are inherently nosy. They want to know about the person. They want to, they don't bothered about what they're selling. They want to know what their hobbies are, what their interests are, what their passions are. And then that shines through. So as you say, you know, we've both done various businesses or various elements of our businesses, but people follow us because they buy into us as individuals and into our stories. And there are always going to be people that don't like you, that don't connect with you, that aren't your that aren't part of your tribe. And that's totally and utterly fine because we don't want to be right for everybody. We don't want to be right. You know, the people that work with us are our people. And it should you should be turning up to work every morning, working with people that you love, people that you knew, excited to see people that you're you want to see them thrive. If you're turning up every day and you're just not happy and they're not the right clients and they're just not the right fit for you. You can change it. You know, I absolutely love the people that I'm working with because I wear my heart on my sleeve and they connect with me. There's going to be people out there that think I'm far too sensitive. They think I'm far too emotional. That's fine. It just means that then, you know, they're not my people. We don't have the same character. We don't have the same personality. doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with me. I wear my emotion and my sensitivity like a badge of honor on my chest because it is who I am but you know we I've been trolled on LinkedIn numerous occasions because I wanted to change how SEO was was taken to the world the people that do SEO didn't like it you know for me it had to be about you it had to be about your business it had to be about your personality it had to be how you show up and so there's a there was a lot of business development before we get to the tech stuff you know a lot of people were thrying without the tech stuff and that made them feel as though they were inadequate. That made them feel as though somebody was out there showing that, it, you know, their job wasn't as important as they thought it was. It's totally OK. It really is OK to do things differently, you know, in your area, in your industry, in your business. It's totally okay, OK to do things differently. You don't have to tread the path that everybody else has. Sometimes we can be brave and say, well, I do it differently and I do it this way. And it's, it's totally OK to say that all I ever do is just block and delete I don't interact. I don't comment with these people because I know that I'm doing a wonderful thing and I know that I'm where I need to be. You're always going to get people that don't agree with that. And we should never be scared of that. I know a lot of people are scared of social media for that reason, aren't they? They're scared of social media because they're frightened. And they're also scared of being visible for fear that people are going to attack them on social media. Exactly. It is, you know, 
marmite not everybody likes marmite you'll have those that love it and Ooh. those that don't. so not everybody's right for everybody and there's enough business out there for everybody there is. everybody's growing everybody wants to do well and you know anyone that's delivering a service or a product they're you know, if you've got the right audience and you're selling to the right audience, then you'll succeed. But you don't have to have it with bells and whistles on. You don't have to be there all the time. No. You know, you can fit a business around your family commitments, around children. I know lots of women that run their business just do it during school hours and do very That's well it. at it. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I don't work five days a week. I work three. Um, and I'm and that's because my health has always got to come first. And plus, I want to live my life now. I spent so many years not being able to live the life that I wanted. It's time for me to live now. I'm not looking after my parents anymore. Like you, I looked after them for five years. That was such a big chunk of time. And I feel like I've got, you know, an, an added sense of freedom now. What I can't then do is put that time into working and just doing what I did before and just write five days a week at my computer, you know, work. I love my business, but I love me more. And I need to be able to live the life that I want to lead. And I think that I just the point that I want to what I would like to make a bit about the awards is that I I have a ten thousand pound package as part of my services, and I've recently taken on a ten thousand pound client on that package. I've taken a few this year, but the one the one that's most recently signed up came. I met her at the awards in twenty eighteen. Wow. She's followed me all that time she's said I knew that I would work with you one day I knew you were the woman for me now I'm in a position to do it so if that isn't a in an example of you know you just don't know what's going to come from the people that you meet on your journey and her words not mine the fact that you won your award I, I thought to myself she's got to be pretty good at what she does there you go and it's about those connections it's about those you know, those seeds that you plant along the journey. And that's why a woman who is a journey, mm. you can dip in, dip out, come in at any time. But it's those all important connections that come from nowhere. Exactly. I hear so many stories of women that have met other women, either at a network event or at the awards or through the academy. And those connections are formed into collaborations or working together or working for each other. It's been absolutely exactly. phenomenal. And you never know where those connections are going to form. Yeah, so I think my recommendation was just be to try and come to as many masterminds as you can. If you're not in the academy, then you need to join. You most definitely need to be in the community because the community is a fabulous place to be. And it's such a supportive place as well. And it's such it's a place where you can be yourself and it's a place where you can turn up and be you and you don't have to put on, you know, while you're while you're just getting to grips with, you know, putting yourself out there in the world and being you and turning up as you, it's a safe space for you to be able to do that. Thank you. Thank you for your kind words there. That's lovely. Well, it's been fantastic talking to you today. I always ask my audience to leave. Sorry, I always ask my guests to, to leave a top tip for my audience. What would your top tip or piece of advice be around business on your terms? I think it's got to be around self-belief. It's got to be about dreaming big. It's got to be about believing in yourself and believing that anything is possible. I say to the ladies, you know, it, it took me 17 years to walk unaided. If I hadn't have had the mindset, if I hadn't have believed in myself, if I didn't think it was possible, I would never have got there. And so if I can do that, you know, that the ladies listening can do anything that, you know, the sky's the limit. 
Fantastic. Thank you, Andrea. It's been great talking to you. We're going to put all your links in the show notes so people can get in touch with you, find out a little bit more about you. We'll put the links to the previous podcasts. But in the meantime, thank you very much for being my guest today. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Woman Who Chat podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Join me next week for more inspiration, learning and top tips. In the meantime, visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey or even feature on a future podcast. You can also join the Woman Who Achieves community on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. There, you'll get the opportunity to network, find support and make new connections with over a thousand women in business. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss next week's podcast. And if there are any topics you would like to hear, just get in touch with me, your host, Sandra Garlick.